The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, Lord. While people were listening to Jesus speak, he proceeded to tell the parable because he was near Jerusalem and they thought that the kingdom of God would appear there immediately. So he said, a nobleman went off to a distant country to obtain the kingship for himself and then to return. He called 10 of his servants and gave them 10 gold coins and told them, engage and trade with these until I return. His fellow citizens, however, despised him and sent a delegation after him to announce, we do not want this man to be our king. But when he returned after obtaining the kingship, he had the servants called to whom he had given the money to learn what they had gained by trading. The first came forward and said, sir, your gold coin has earned 10 additional ones. He replied, well done, good servant. You have been faithful in this very small matter. Take charge of 10 cities. Then the second came and reported, your gold coin, sir, has earned five more. And to this servant too, he said, you take charge of five cities. Then the other servant came and said, sir, here is your gold coin. I kept it stored away in a handkerchief for I was afraid of you because you are a demanding man. You take up what you did not lay down and you harvest what you did not plant. He said to him, with your own words, I shall condemn you, you wicked servant. You knew I was a demanding man taking up what I did not lay down and harvesting what I did not plant. Why did you not put my money in a bank? Then on my return, I would have collected it with interest. And to those standing by, he said, take the gold coin from him and give it to the servant who has 10. But they said to him, sir, he has 10 gold coins. He replied, I tell you, to everyone who has, more will be given. But from the one who has not, even what he has will be taken away. Now as for those enemies of mine who did not want me as their king, bring them here and slay them before me. After he had said this, he proceeded on his journey up to Jerusalem. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. There was the Gospel of our sins. So this is Luke's version of the parable of the talents. And we get a little bit more of a context here. While people were listening to Jesus speak, he proceeded to tell a parable because he was near Jerusalem and they thought that the kingdom of God would appear there immediately. And then after telling this, he, it notes here, Luke notes that after he had said this, he proceeded on his journey up to Jerusalem. So, and this is late in Luke's gospel, so... Again, as we approach the end of ordinary time, we read these gospel passages from the end of the various gospels, and they have this rather <laughs> demanding overtone, if you will. They're speaking about judgment, the inevitable judgment that we will all have to face. And so taken out of context, it can seem pretty harsh and and... Yeah, demanding. 
But I don't think that's what the Lord wants us to take away necessarily today. For those of us who are trying to follow him and have a, a relationship with him, a friendship with him, I think what he's telling us is you have received talents. You've received a number of gold coins, if you will. And perhaps the most precious one is our faith. It's our faith. And it's God's commitment to us. It's, in a sense, his investment in us. And we now know that his investment is nothing less than his own precious blood. God sending himself, his own son, to save us, to redeem us. And he goes up to Jerusalem to accomplish that. Whenever you hear that in the Gospels, that's one thing that should, well, that we should be aware of. He goes up to Jerusalem because it was a city built on a hill. And that's where he goes ultimately to lay down his life for us, to save his people. I think one of the things the Lord wants us to know is that he loves to be our savior. It wasn't easy, but he loves to save us. He loves to save us. He loves to be with us in the Eucharist. So he is still saving us in a sense. He's still healing us. We know from Dr. Mary Healy, the word sozo, the Greek word to save also means in so many places to heal, to heal. So not only does God love to save us, but he loves to heal us. God, our healer, God, our savior, our redeemer. And Jesus said, whoever sees me sees the father. So that was something that really touched me last night as I was here in adoration. God loves to be my father. God loves to be my father. Mary loves to be my mother. Jesus loves to be my brother. The Holy Spirit loves to be my friend. And we just have to ask God to pour out his grace on us, to help us then appreciate that, that God enjoys being our God. God enjoys being God, especially when we turn to him in faith and trust. And that can help lift a lot of the survival and the fear that we carry, perhaps sometimes in pretty deep places as we're discovering through our sacred story prayer and 40 weeks journey. Along the way, I think we sometimes get the sense that, oh, so-and-so doesn't love being my friend or my father or my mother or my brother or sister or my husband or my son or my daughter, you know? And that's where those wounds come from. As we've heard, nobody gets wounded in isolation and no one heals in isolation. We heal in community. We heal in communion with God. 
And that's what he is welcoming us into. That's what he loves to do. God loves to bring us into communion with himself and with one another. And in that communion, he wants us to experience that joy that he has in being our God. So let's ask him today through the intercession of St. Elizabeth of Hungary to increase our faith. To increase our faith, our openness, our trust, our hope in him. That we are indeed the apple of his eye. His sons and daughters whom he loves And let's ask God to help us realize more and more just how much he loves to be our God. Amen.